0: Welcome to a special edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by our tribe beat writer, Paul Hoynes, on the heels of the Indians making another trade, Uh, Yonder Alonso heading to the Chicago White Sox. Paul, uh, first time the Indians have traded with the, uh, the White Sox in a while.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I think there was some bad feelings, Joe, about, you know, when Albert got caught with the cork bat back in the 90s. They haven't really done anything since then. I think that was the deal. The last deal was 1994.
0: Uh, maybe maybe Albert signing with the White Sox in 97 might have had something to do with it, yeah. too.
1: And I think, you know, so I think, you know, it's hard to trade with uh, teams in the division. And, uh but obviously they they were anxious to make this move to, just to free up some money and and to uh you know free up the roster to let uh, it sounds like bowers and uh and Santana are going to you know basically you know either share the d h in first base role or i guess yeah that that's what it looks like
0: so just to just to recap the trade, yonder Alonzo, who has uh nine million dollars uh, i believe this year. And then a a club option year, uh, $11 million uh, on his contract remaining. Uh, He goes to Chicago. They assume all of the the contract, and the Indians get in return. uh, Double-A outfielder Alex Call, uh, 24 years old, right-handed hitter, plays all three outfield positions. Uh, This is on the heels of Thursday's deal that that sent out Edwin Encarnacion and Yandy Diaz. So – did that move necess- necessitate this Yonder Alonso trade?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think it, you know, it opened up, uh, you know, you, you had some redundancy in the lineup with uh, Yonder, uh, Santana, and Bowers. They all play first base. They all can DH. You know, Bowers can play the outfield. So I think one of them had to go. And, and in doing so, um, you know, they saved some money. They they saved, you know, like not, he's making, I think, $9 million you know, including the buyout for his, for the vesting option in in 2021. And that, that's Alonzo. So, so I think in these, these last four, you know, starting with Gomes, you know, these last trades, right. You know, coming like starting on November 30th, they've saved about 20, $21 million from, from the 2019 roster because uh, they're, they're taking on, you know, Santana's, contract in 2020 cuz he has a two year 35 million dollar deal and i think it's like 17 this in 2019
0: right they're they're responsible for uh 29 million i think total over two years for for santana so uh you know and and that's a that's a bargain on what they they would have gotten or it's about what they would have signed him for uh if if he'd agreed to their terms the, in free agency last year it was was about what they were offering him right
1: yeah I think so I, you know I never got to, I never figured out what the, what they had offered him before he signed the three year deal uh, with Philly, with the Phillies for sixty million
0: now just your sense of this you know was this an an, an opportunity because of the trade uh, that brought in bowers and in Santana and created the log jam at first base. Was it an opportunity to dump the the nine million dollars in in Yonder Alonso's salary, or was it just you know they didn't need they, they need they still need to bring in somebody to to hit in the middle of that lineup?
1: Yeah, i I'm, you know, and uh, we talked to we we asked uh, Antonetti today uh, who he you know with with losing. Uh, you know uh, Edwin Encarnacion and Yonder and Yandi, A guy said you know spent some time, a lot of time, especially Encarnacion in the middle of the lineup last year, last season, and he thought you know Santana and Bowers could step right in there in in the fourth and fifth spots, share that. But you know Santana traditionally has never hit well in the, as a cleanup hitter. I think uh, last year he only hit two oh nine with the Phillies. Drove in some runs. Bauer, I think he spent most of his time hitting third for the for the Rays, and only hit one eighty three. You know he, he, you know obviously he's got some pop, but I don't know if you want to put a young kid in there that he was a rookie. So you know they're going to still have to add some. They're going to have to add a bat, like we were talking about before, Joe. I I think that was a good point that you raised.
0: All right, uh, Alex Call. If we're looking at him, uh, he's probably uh, at least a year away from. From being a, a, a 2019 or like a major league impact guy, uh, Antonetti noted that his exit velocity has increased a little over the last season, and, and that's a good thing. But but this really doesn't project right now as a guy who's going to have maybe any sort of big impact on the 2019 roster.
1: Yeah, I mean, if if they were getting a a, a kid that was close to the big leagues, you know, they they uh, the White Sox wouldn't have taken all the contract. You the Indians would have had to absorb some of that contract. So you know this this is I you know I've never seen this kid play. His numbers look okay, but I'd say he's two to three years away.
0: I saw a picture of him online. He looks like he's about fifteen years old. So
1: yeah, but he's a college kid. So you right. know that that's that's one that's that that could uh, speed up his progress.
0: Right. Uh, so all this sets up basically the next couple of weeks here. Uh, it, the Indians can be the, the big players in the, in the trade market. Now, uh, you know, you, you've got Manny Machado and Bryce Harper and all the talk about where they're signing and where they're going. And the Yonder Alonso trade certainly makes the White Sox an interesting destination for Manny Machado, who, as it was well-documented on Twitter, as soon as the, the trade was announced, Oh, did you know that their brother and their brothers-in-law are <laughs> it's amazing to me how many people tweeted the same information over and over again. Uh, it does moving Yonder Alonso? Are, do you think the Indians were worried about Manny Machado winding up in Chicago if they if they sent Yonder Alonso there?
1: No, I don't. I think this was, you know, they were looking for a move to, uh, you know, I think if if you know the the thing about baseball is, you know, one guy isn't going to you know change the destiny of a team. I, I don't think, you know, so if they get Machado, you know, more power to him. It's going to you know it'll be fun to watch him play 19 times a year, but does that make them, uh, you know, does that make up the, uh, the, the, 23 games they fell they fell behind, you know, they trailed the Indians by last year, you know, when they finished the standings, I think it was 23 games, something around there. But, uh, but, you know, I, I don't think maybe the White Sox did this to entice, you know, Machado, or at least, you know, kind of put a carrot in front of them because they are involved in, in talking to them. They want, they want to sign them. So, but, you know, I, you know, I, I don't think that's a, the the big selling point.
0: one. Of, one of the best things I saw tweeted, funniest, and don't get me wrong, I I, I love Yonder. He was a great guy in the clubhouse. If uh, one of the best things I saw tweeted was something along the lines of Manny Machado, or no no player has ever decided where they want to play. No free agent has ever decided where they want to play based on where Yonder Alonso was playing. So <laughs> I I think that that was that was pretty funny. Uh when is this so when's the next tribe move happening it's 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 it, any time now or are we looking I, I mean Antonetti was when you asked him you know what what's next or where the next hole was so oh there's a lot there's plenty of offseason left are we going to be waiting until March before <laughs> we have a, a clearer picture of what the Indians were trying to do here
1: yeah I think so I think you know the, the way there's no deadline on this you know uh, and I think uh, right now you'll probably you know if they make a you know, I'm, I still think they're they're trying to trade. They'll, if they if they continue to trade, we'll see a trade first, and then they'll work their way through the free agent market. Uh, you know, what's who's left, and can they add a Melky Cabrera type player? Can they add another Oliver Perez on the free agent market? You know, a, a kind of a, some veteran guys to fill in the holes on the club. But right now, I, I would think they're going to concentrate on on more trades and 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 trying to decide if if they're going to move a starting pitcher, if they're going to move. Kluver or Bauer. I mean, right now, uh, like we talked about in our last podcast, I don't think there's that uh, you know, pressure to do it. You know, I, th- I think they've saved some money now. And, uh, you know, you could, you could still uh, keep this rotation together. Uh,
0: it was interesting. Antone said in his remarks earlier this morning, uh, they think they could go to spring training now with the club that they have and still be competitive in the AL Central. Do you think that? Do you think that they can still compete in the AL Central with the lineup of guys that they could run out there right now?
1: I, you know, I, you know, obviously I like the top of the lineup. I, I, I was trying to write it out. You've got Lindor. Maybe you put Kipnis in the number two spot. You've got Ramirez, Santana fourth. Uh, you know, I don't know Bowers, Bow, Bowers, Martin. You know, Greg Allen, Luplo. I, you know, I I don't know. I mean, that, wow, that,
0: wow, it falls off a cliff after that third, or fourth hitter.
1: You know, wow. they don't have too much length there. So, uh, you know, I I I think they've got a they've still got work to do. And and then what are you going to do in the bullpen? How are you going to get the ball to uh, Brad Hand?
0: Oh my goodness. I, I I mean, your starting rotation is is solid. You go to spring training right now. Your starting rotation is top two or three in baseball, and. You're set with the back end of the bullpen to a degree, but between that and getting, like you said, getting the ball to hand and scoring the runs, you need to take a lead to get the ball to hand. I think and Who's going to uh, catch the ball in the outfield? Uh, who's going to catch the ball behind home plate yeah. if Perez doesn't hit? Right. It's uh, it's uh, it's interesting. I they have it. I, I was I was asked on Twitter. I said, you know, do you, do they do you think this is it, or do you think this this trade sets up a lot. I said it, it sets up several trades. It has to. I yeah. think they. I think you're going to see, uh, you know, two, possibly three more deals made.
1: Yeah, and the, you saw, like, the, the White offseason. Sox signed McCann, James McCann, as a catcher. Mm-hmm. I think one year, 2.5. So That's the kind of thing they're going to do. They're going to have to do that at, at catcher, I think. And, and I think that's what they're going to have to do up and down the lineup in the bullpen yeah. and outfield.
0: Veteran guys, small little deals that will come off the books so that when they – you know again make another run at at Lindor they have a little bit of flexibility as well
1: yeah yeah i mean i that's that's the next storm cloud that's that's oh. the like the the hurricane over the horizon yet yeah, that's a year away it's like
0: that that's like getting through 7 years of uh game of thrones and them always saying winter is coming you know winter is coming right and that, now we're in season 8 and holy toledo winter's here all right Paul uh, uh good talking to you again uh hopefully hopefully the indians uh keep it quiet and we can watch the, the the browns game tonight and and not have to worry about who's getting traded or who's uh who's getting signed
1: you never know man let's yeah but let, keep your fingers crossed
0: <laughs> all right we'll talk to you again later
1: all right joe thanks man